Hello and welcome to the Melomancy Podcast. Victim, do you know why I have so many dad jokes? I mean, is it because you're a dad? Other reason. No. Because <laughs> I've got a database. I only did that so Destiny won't kill me later. She was really insistent that I make that stupid joke. Well, <laughs> it hurts me inside. No, <laughs> oh, that's so bad. It's fine. We were bound to have a cringy opening eventually. We'll just we'll just tell everyone it was ironic. What do you call the ones that Sarge did? <laughs> hey man, I, sometimes you just repress memories. And... <laughs> All right, I got to get the agenda back in front of me. Scroll, scroll, scroll. I told everyone we're going live. We went live. We did the intro. We must keep the pace. My name is Dylan. This is... Hi. I'm Victim. And before we went live, Jitsi Meat decided that we had to... I, I had to be on the right-hand side because Jitsi Meat doesn't let me pick where the fuck the freaking displays are. And so I had to go into GIMP real quick and like flip where the text is because I made a banner. Because we didn't have one before. We just streamed my desktop, and I don't know anything about streaming. And then I, I tried to up-level. It's funny to think this, that <laughs> Skype is basically abandoned where now. I know. It was um, because Microsoft had uh, Microsoft Link, L-Y-N-C. Yep. And then they bought Skype, and then they merged the two. And now they have Microsoft Teams, and it's garbage. <laughs> it's funny because then Google Hangouts is still a thing. And it, it's kind of a band but it still works. Guest number two wants to know where I got those sick mood posters. I'm pretty sure he meant Doom, but my camera's fucking flipped. So I have mood one and mood two. <laughs> mood. Uh, <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure how to spell ultimate, say ultimate backwards, but uh, if you could, uh, it's that Doom specifically. Uh, I got them on Amazon. So it's, it's a reprint of that one Doom poster with all the fucking signatures on the bottom. You can kind of tell. Are those like metal plates? No, uh, I bought frames for them, and then I framed them. Oh, okay. It's just like four little pieces of plastic, uh, uh, a clean plastic sheen, and then uh, cardboard and some hooks. And then the, in between them is uh, sound dampening foam. Uh, yeah. So, Victim, you may be wondering what the deal is with the flamingo behind me. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I saw it the other night. Oh my god, that's right! I made this joke. Yep. I can't just tell it twice. Okay, so the audience, you, you may be wondering what the fuck is with the flamingo behind me. So I'll have you know, my family does a gift exchange. We talked about this uh, actually in a previous episode where we do like a, a big gift exchange. There's too many of us to fucking get gifts for everyone, so we just draw names out of a, real, a hat. And one of my aunts does it or some shit. And then um, I decided to get uh, a tabletop foosball table and a tabletop air hockey set. You, like, it's not a full fucking table. You put it on top of your existing table. It's not expensive, right? I was like, oh, those would make good Christmas gifts. These are like teenagers. They're like 17 or 18 or something. I'm like, what would I want when I'm 17 and 18 without knowing anything that I'm into? Because, like, you can't just say, oh, get them a video game. Because what if you get them, one, something they already have, or two, something that they fucking hate because they're 17? I, I, right? I fucking hated that, I, I, that idea. Like, I know for the longest time, all the adults in my family were like, Oh, you'll get along with all your cousins. They love video games. Like, listen, that cousin plays fucking FIFA. I don't give a fuck about FIFA. That cousin plays <laughs> StarCraft day in and day out. I suck dick at StarCraft, all right? Doesn't fucking, does not equate at all. It's like, what do you get God. for somebody who only plays one video game yeah. all the time, like a live service game or just something that is a forever game like StarCraft? You 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 get them like a PSN card or an Xbox 
fucking points card or something. <laughs> right. That's all you can do at that point. Uh, point being, uh, here, go buy some fucking costumes for. I can't think of like a soccer player's name. But you know, I don't I mean? know any soccer players' names. Nobody watches fucking soccer. You know what? So few people watch sorry, soccer. Football. Oh, sorry, football. Yeah. So so few people yeah. where I live watch football that we have maybe one of the most popular United States based football club teams. They're called football clubs for some reason, but they're they're fucking teams, right? Um it's called the Seattle Sounders. Really? Right. That's so weird. So the Seattle Sounders are obviously the football team the soccer team of Seattle and they're probably one of the more popular because soccer is not popular in the United States at all. Right. But like people in the West coast at least have heard of this team. And like, I'm more excited for the hockey team that hasn't even played a game yet. Their merchandise is cool. They're called the Seattle Kraken. And I would rather, I would rather get their merchandise than the Sounders and they haven't even played a game yet. They might be garbage. Like, I don't even know. I mean, (laughs) so is this like a full of full NHL team? Oh shit! Okay, well, I mean, if there's if they're anything like the Vegas team, the, they'll they'll fucking kick ass off of uh, mafia money. I mean, <laughs> pure pure skill. Uh, they're not rigging anything. Anyway, so I, I told I don't watch enough hockey, but that's uh, that's the joke. It's that's the, the running. It's joke. a Canadian pastime. You're supposed to know every every Wayne Gretzky by name, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't even don't know. tell anybody. Don't don't tell anybody. I don't even know why Wayne Gretzky is as famous as he is for his sport. Is he like a like a superstar? Or I I guess. Yeah, I mean he's he's like the Dale Earnhardt was, of hockey was, or something. Imagine <laughs> the field of hockey when it was first starting to kind of like uh, I don't want to say peak, but like it was it was hitting a peak. And at that point, he was literally like the best at the time. Okay. Okay. There's probably better now. Probably, you know, across the board, skill is probably way up. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody would ever admit to that. That's pretty funny. In fact, it, uh, like a diehard hockey fan, if my dad were to hear me, he'd probably tell me to shut up. <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's okay. that's how anything goes. I mean, you look at fucking even video games go that way. Mm. Like League. I bet you like a pro from like five years back couldn't stand toe-to-toe today. Right. Uh, unless he's been playing the whole time, obviously. But Right. That game just changes over time. It's crazy. So this Flamingo, yeah, and- right? Like, real quick. So I got an air hockey table for uh, a distant cousin that I've met, like, twice. Uh, and that's what came in the mail. Also, I'm bleeding on your headphones again. I need you to turn me down on your end. Oh, shit, really? Uh. I just heard it. It's the first time it happened. Oh, okay. I get you. It's all good. Guest number two says that Mr. Gretzky is the god of hockey and nobody has beaten his records. Okay. I believe it. Oh, I suppose that's a fair point too. Yeah, he's got records that have been beaten. He's like the Lance Armstrong of hockey, but without the, the, without the missing testicle. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, really, what are what are records at the end of the day? If like, because mm-hmm. the main point of everything is that you win, win or lose mm-hmm. when it comes to like competitiveness, right? Mm-hmm. But, I'm just gonna point it out now before somebody points it out either in the chat or in the comments of the VOD when it goes up on Odyssey.com, is that I, and I said this on the show before, right? Uh, Drinking alcohol is not... How did I phrase it? I said, drinking alcohol just to get drunk, like not drinking things that taste good, intentionally drinking things that don't taste good, is uh, alcoholism. And uh, so I'm unironically drinking a White Claw. (laughs) So no hate. If you're just drinking things that are gross because they're gross, then you you need help. Um, They can hate you all you want, but you're enjoying it. And if you don't like seltzer beers, then uh, don't drink them. Go drink something that you think uh, tastes good. 
I think this. A quick good. aside to that though. Yeah. Um, that's not me trying to throw shade at Wayne Gretzky either. I just okay. I want to want to point that out just in case like in case someone comes for my Canadian card. Mm-hmm. Um, not g- throwing shade. <laughs> I, I I believe that's I believe that's the same case for like literally anything. So they're gonna kick your door in. They're gonna they're gonna take your oh, Canadian yeah. card and the they're gonna. Are coming for me, dude. They're gonna me straight through the window. They're gonna deport you to uh, the United Kingdom. <laughs> hmm. What the fuck were we gonna talk about today? All oh, right, victim, you've been streaming. I have. You have. That's the thing I do. After the holidays, you took a little bit of a break, and you're back. You're you're not sick anymore. Yeah, it took a break. I was so fucking. You sick. were bedridden from playing too much Minecraft. Yep. I can't believe that's you've a, done that's this. That's the weirdest thing to tell somebody. Yeah, I got sick. Played too much Minecraft. I know. In 2020, like, or I guess 2021 now, you played too much Minecraft. Like, I thought we put that yep. game behind. But uh... I developed light sensitivity because I <laughs> sat there and played it for like 36 hours straight. I got a migraine that lasted for two fucking weeks. I believe it. I've been there. Um, so, but you're back uh, and on on sale because your Canadian doubloons aren't really worth anything. I mean, don't worry. In in a short time, my American um, you know freedom dollars are going to be worth very little as well as twenty. 20- oh, dude, we can finally yeah. equivalent. <laughs> It will be equal again. We'll be equal again. It'll be great because... Uh, that's not a good thing. Realistically, we should come up to you, but besides... I forget the number, but I think it was like 20-something percent of all American like dollars in circulation were printed last year. So <laughs> that uh, mm, value is going to hit the floor real fucking fast. That's why Bitcoin yeah, is really valuable. That 2% uh, inflation rate per year, uh, they may, may have missed the mark a little bit. Mm-hmm. There. That's why Bitcoin's going up in price. It's not because it's getting more expe- getting more valuable. It's because the American dollar is becoming less valuable at the, yep. sa- at the same time. So it's making bigger jumps. Like, So if you've got crypto, hold on to it because you're going to be a rich man soon. Or if you own tangible things like a car property um don't sell it hold on to it it's gonna get better (laughs) um i say that as i i actually own this house uh for any first time viewers it's been a long story you bought it at the right time technically dude the the value of this house has gone up by like forty thousand dollars already i haven't with nothing done to it and i've already redone the crawl space i i'm paying some guy to come out and do like a new beam because it's like boeing it's not not good um if we get like heavy, like Canadian heavy, like snowfall, uh, the roof will cave in for sure. Like I'll have to be out there every hour, like shoveling snow off the roof to keep the weight off. Um, that sound, sounds like an everyday endeavor. But it never rains here. Like the last time, it, it I think it rained here last year, but like the time before that was like five years before that. So not likely. And if it does rain, it'll be like it won't even stick it'll just be like that's snow in the sky and then you look at the ground and it's like that's a wet ground that's it right like that's uh that's your typical seattle snow right um so perfect yeah buy 10 grand i shit you not guest number two fucking i had moon man on our show like episode what was it 22 and 10 grand was worth like a couple pennies like less than 10 cents and uh now it's worth like 17 dollars and if I would have put down, Stonks, like, man. yeah, seriously, I was like, I, it, it wasn't because he was on our show. Like, I we we have metrics, we have a lot of viewers, not live. I mean, hey, man, correlation but... <laughs> <laughs> may not be causation, but correlation. SoundCloud tells me because this was back when we were audio only. We did we didn't do any of this live shit. This live shit was me not having enough time to edit anymore and giving up. <laughs> also, video podcasting seems to be the future, so uh, I'm you know getting on the train. 
before we were exclusively audio only. And then uh, that was when Moon Man was on our show. And we had a lot of viewers that episode. Like the, the SoundCloud metrics were really through the roof. There were, um, I mean, it's still an amateur podcast. I don't make money from this. This is a hobby, right? But we were, we were getting like four digit numbers of people looking at our show. Um, like not more, more than 2000. So like that was big for me because I mean, I would do this for zero viewers if I had to. It's fun. <laughs> hey man we did reserve years 22 holy shit it's 22 dollars now nice 10 grands damn well 10 grands is based on a different blockchain that's like really legit called ubic uh moon explained it on mm. the show right like moon and robeck didn't just get together one day and say let's roll a blockchain and do it from scratch they didn't do that they they did everything they needed to do the build on top of another blockchain um and that blockchain ubic is doing really well so 10 grands by default doing really well um and yeah, so besides the point, um, that's the reason why I, I, I joke about, you know, so Victim, you bought Persona 5 Royal, is what I was yes. getting at. And you bought it for $40 half price. $40 Canadian dollars. Half price is $40. I bought it. That's like five American dollars. I think I bought it uh, not on sale for 30 American dollars, like a year after it came out, I think. Oh, okay. Right. So I paid less than you, but you paid half. Probably about price. the same I did, actually, funny enough. I, I know. It's disgusting. It's like your Canadian money is worth nothing. <laughs> it's, it's so dumb, dude. I hate it. Like, I think like it, it was like a 25% difference. So now it's like a 35 since COVID. Mm-hmm. It's just like, God damn it, dude. It's fucked up. But whatever. I can't, I can't change it. I just got to bite the bullet and buy things more expensive i guess like that wig it was like 18 bucks came out mm. to like 27 i had a coupon code though so thank fuck after you stream with it for the first time are you gonna use it on this show too i mean maybe fuck maybe. it if, if 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 the if the viewers want it why not i'm a bad influence i i convinced victim to go on aliexpress <laughs> and the uh future. <laughs> it's all it's halfway there man it's it, i got i convinced him to buy a, a wig from a character from from genshin impact the token fanboy god of the wind yep venti you may have heard man of i already look like a fanboy right like i'm i'm very metrosexual uh, no that's why it's funny <laughs> that's exactly why it's funny <laughs> that's yeah i mean maybe if i shaved i no no i i don't look that way but, my, shul- but yeah, my so... shoulders are too wide my my, my nordic ancestors are like no yeah, you can't look like anything else. <laughs> Do you want muscle? My Scottish ancestors uh, are, are over there shaking hands with yours. But yeah, no P five. What what a game! So you are uh, two palaces deep, but somehow forty hours in, or is it thirty? About fifty, actually. Very very. Jesus close to Christ! Like what forty seven, forty eight hours? How much of that was just you talking at the camera? Like holy shit! Actually, probably not a whole lot. I. There is a chunk. There was a couple of times I'd like tangent it off, but I would say maybe like two, three hours at max. So without spoiling anything, but talking about the obvious, the first palace and the second palace were themed after the seven deadly sins. Guess how many palaces there are? Like eight or nine. Seven, and and then a and then there's a final dungeon that's not related, right? Uh, in the okay. in the original game, so you're in the second dungeon of, of of seven, and then there's a final act, right? Which I mean. There are some ending choices you can make where the game ends a little sooner, right? And you just have the seven, mm. right? Uh, if you make enough wrong choices, you actually don't even get to that one. <laughs> and you end at six. Uh, you know, 
I'm really good at the wrong choices, man. Yeah, just like in Persona 4, you made the wrong choice and had to reload. That was hilarious. I expect that might happen again a couple times. But <laughs> save often. Uh, anyway, so no, not surprising. There is, you know, one for each of the seven deadly sins of, you know, that everyone fucking knows about. So you're on the second one and you're 50 hours in. I beat the original game at literally right at hour 100. And I only played when Destiny was watching because she was interested in the story and invested, right? So it was, mm. it was a thing that we did together when the kids were asleep, right? Um, like, I would play during the day just doing the mementos grinding, right? So that way, when we do do the story, and I'm talking about my royal playthrough specifically, which was a lot shorter. Yeah, uh, It was shorter because I cheesed it. I'll tell you how in a minute. But uh, once I had access to mementos and I had Ryuji at rank 7, I was able to insta-kill things that were green when you scan them. So... When I had, like, I was, like, three or four palaces deep, like, they expand, the mementos is going to continue expanding as you finish more palaces, so you can do more side quests and shit, right? And get the personas from the dungeons you've already done, right? They populate those new floors. So I was able to go up to the top couple floors and just insta-kill everything and wipe the whole floor in, like, a minute, right? And then go back and come back and then do it over again. And I got, like, millions of yen, and tons of levels. I mean, it wasn't the best way to level, but like I could be like, I really want this ability. How many le- levels is that? Oh, this many. How many am I getting per insta kill? This many thousands. And I would just like grind it just out for twenty minutes. The shit out of it. Well, I would make some bold estimates. Like it'll take like twenty minutes, and you're good. To forty minutes later. Uh, guess number two. Uh, victim is using a capture card on a PS5, so uh, rather than the PlayStation built-in feature. So uh, the parts where the PS, the PlayStation would say, "Hey, you can't stream this," uh, ain't gonna matter. <laughs> oh, and that's not even a thing anymore either. They removed it. Uh, Atlas, I, when they, it was probably before this, but I at least know when they released uh, P4G on Steam, they basically sent out like this big message where they're like, "Hey, we're not gonna like impede anybody." But please don't spoil shit for people who don't want things spoiled kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Which is like, honestly, a message isn't going to mean fuck to anybody realistically. But it at least was them admitting they're not going to like gate us. And hopefully mm-hmm. they stick to that moving forwards. Because I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's like yeah. right. I don't even remember. I mean, nobody fucking tunes yeah. into Twitch thinking, oh boy, I sure hope I don't get spoiled. Mm-hmm. It made more <laughs> sense when the game was new because you got to remember it came out in Japan like a whole year before it was localized for the United States. Yeah, and or yeah, I guess English speaking countries in general, right? Like a year delay, so that was a year where you could have got all the spoilers by watching a playthrough. It was just in another language, right? Yeah, but you can see and there, who the and bosses there are. Were other and, Japanese yeah. companies that will literally sponsor streamers, send them months early copies, and then tell them <laughs> to beat the fucking game. And it's like, yeah, come on, man. My bad on the cursor, thanks. Uh, uh, I don't do this often, as you can tell. Oh, <laughs> oh somebody pointed out my mouse was on the fucking stream, causing the, the Jitsi uh, end call button to show up. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. My bad. I don't do this for often. So, again, we started doing this live shit because everyone wants to watch a video podcast for some reason. Like, those are all the, the, the up-and-coming ones are all video. Um, and holy shit editing took a long time like i remember having to like it would be a whole week that's the reason why we we recorded every other sunday and then i released on the off sunday because i would stay up like until like 3 a.m on sunday if i had to just to get the show out because i would edit out every single and um but i would shorten silences it was not natural speech but it was nicer to listen to in an audio only format 
And so if you're still listening in an audio only format, one, I'm sorry, uh, two, you can watch this live or go watch the VOD on odyssey.com where we put all our shit at, but, um, it's still available audio only. It's just, I'm not going to edit it. And I really don't think that the value is just not aligned. I mean, realistically, if we need to edit anything out, it's going to be like us telling a fucking story while we're drunk, probably that like, right. you know, when we're, when we sober up, we're like, maybe don't want that on the internet forever. Mm-hmm. I should also point I mean, it's out. It's going to be on the internet forever, no matter what, but hey. For the sake of Murphy's Law, I also need to point out that I'm on call tonight at work. Um, so if my phone rings, stream's over. I got to go. <laughs> Rip. Yeah. Um, you know, we're living dangerously tonight, boys. Uh, so, because uh, I've actually had to cancel podcast recording before just because I got paged. So, I mean, it sucks, but they paged. Wasn't that what happened last week? Uh, no. I mean, I was on call, but I also wasn't feeling too good. Um, oh, I see. So that's why we didn't record last time. I know time. I was exhausted, and you're like, yeah. maybe we should cancel. I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, maybe yeah. actually. That, like, if that you, sounds pretty if, nice. If you were really hyped, I would have done it because I, I I didn't get paged, right? Like it worked out. It would have been fine, but like I was already on the fence. Like uh, this paging shit's making me nervous, and it's only like a like a two weeks of the month commitment, right? Because like the the on call that I have to do like rotates to the rest of the team. Uh, so everyone has a turn being on the overnight shift because we have a fall of the sun model at work. I'm not going to describe it. It's not that interesting. And I don't want to dox myself. Yeah. But most big companies have a fall of the sun model for the 24 by 7 teams. So like there is people in Asian hours that do uh, the shift after mine. And then there's people in um, like European hours that do the shift after them that hand over to me. Everyone, nobody works at night except for really specific cases like U.S. government stuff that only – U.S. citizens on U.S. soil can can work on, which is me. So that's us on call. Hence the on call, but like it's very rare to get a call. I I mean it's happened more than once, but it is compared to like the volume of shit I have to do during the day uh, is very low. So not too worried. Uh, it's also Sunday, so you know should be okay. <laughs> but just pointing it out now, just in case I have to bug out. That's why. So. How you liking Persona Five so far, Victim? That's what I was trying to get so at, far? but we kept shitting on Canadian currency. Let me. Let's Hell see yeah, it. dude. No, um, honestly, I really didn't like the the early bits of the game. Like before, I beat the first dungeon. Like the story was still pretty good. I feel like uh, main villain dude of the early uh, first palace was maybe a little too heavy handed. You could argue. But it definitely motivated mm-hmm. me to want to beat his ass. Right. Um, second guy, it took a while for me to be motivated to really, really like, like, you know, he's like, okay, we got to stop this guy. He's a prick. He's an idiot, whatever. It wasn't until we find out, um, you know, for for sake of spoilers, uh, mm-hmm. what he actually did. It's an old and game. Victim. Like, oh, I, let's I, fucking kill him. I won't spoil the game because I've played it twice now. Um my second playthrough was when I played Royal. I wanted to see the new shit, so I, I bought a DLC Persona, which was overpowered, and then I just, like, one-shot everything until I got to the end of the game. Uh, it was fun as fuck, by the way, um, but not exactly fair. Um, so I won't spoil anything for you, but, you know, this game is several years old now. You can tell us what you've seen. You you saw the, the, the PE teacher, and he he uh, he hits people. Yeah. He probably raped that Number girl. Cheetah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck, dude. That 
He called. Oh, he, he tried to booty if call. I didn't know. Uh, he tried to booty call the blonde girl, whose English voice actress is the same person who who does Venti from Genshin Impact, whose wig you're purchasing. Yep. He, uh, this this yep. teacher dude tried to booty call a student, um, and then decided to, to pork the best friend instead uh, as revenge. And it's like, wow, that's fucked up. Because then she tried to jump and, and kill herself, and she did not succeed. But um, it it gets dark fast. Did we get any further closure to that? Do they ever like go into yeah. what happens to him? Uh, oh, what happens to him? Um, I mean, you'll get closure on everything, so don't worry about that. Um, okay, okay. I mean, he's gonna be in the background for a long, long time. Uh, uh you'll see, but. Um, the, the next, I mean, know, court cases take fucking forever to go yeah. through. So that's well, fair. one thing people notice is actually a lot of people, uh, who are critical of persona five, um, are actually have the opposite experience that you had where they were super invested and they were super hype about the first part getting through the first palace because it's such a personal touch and the story gets so crazy so fast, um, really? that they, Damn. they don't like the parts afterwards. So I have a feeling you're going to have the reverse experience with the next, parts of the game up to the conclusion are gonna like really thrill you um i feel like i'm really fucking unique when it comes to enjoying stories too like uh-huh. i've had moments where i'm like well how do people fucking like this game it's like utter garbage and then people are like this is my favorite thing in the whole fucking world it's like <laughs> how dare I you yeah can't see it all right those are the kind but of no, looks yeah. i get when i when i tell people that i liked xenoblade chronicles 2 more than xenoblade chronicles 1 they're both great but you know, those are the kind of reactions I get when people, you know, look at me when I say that. I get that. I still need to play one. I think I'll like both pretty near, damn near equally. I haven't finished it. I'm sure it'll be great two, when I get there. Two is an amazing ride, but... So good. Highly recommended. Yeah. P5, I would argue the main thing that was really just dragging on for mm. me is it felt like there was a lot of things to do. A lot of, like, time that was being taken from me because tutorials and whatever right Mm -hmm. but then on top of that it you know because i just come off of playing p4g i knew how little time i had to do certain things because i had experienced it Mm -hmm. and so i was i was really really overwhelmed um and underwhelmed i guess in in some areas and apparently that's not the case you guys have reassured me i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna sit through the game and beat it anyways but Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah, it really, that wore on me quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh. Yeah. I wasn't really feeling it. I think uh, you're going to like the direction. I'm feeling a lot more now. Mm-hmm. It only gets better from here, especially if you're, like, uh, the opposite of those people I just described, right? Who, they really like the personal, like, you know, schoolyard tale that you know, they, the first palace was. And then the rest of the game, which everything's linked together. And there's, like, you know, a lot of stuff that will happen. Uh, it, it eventually devolves into grand conspiracy, right? Uh, you're probably going to yeah. love that. Uh, but there's other people who are like, oh, I don't yeah, care I about this. Is. I just wanted to, you know, beat up sexual predators. And it's like... See, the, my, <laughs> the whole the whole Scooby-Doo-esque of Persona 4 was, like, right where I was at, dude. Mm-hmm. I fucking love mystery. I love uh, detective mystery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. Like, I, yeah. I love... And Japan hardly ever fucking does that shit. Mm-hmm. I, I, I shit you not. I can count, like, on both my hands... The number of uh, anime that have to do with that shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I wouldn't know. You watch way more like, fucking anime than I do, and like <laughs> half of them aren't even really truly that. They just quote. They just say they are basically right. So yeah, so I think you're in for a good time. Uh, you know, just speaking, no spoilers. Um, especially if you do the new content in Persona Five Royal. Uh, I I re- I beat the original, and I'm replaying. Or I, I have replayed and finished Royal, and 
it was definitely worth it. Um, I mean, I kind of wish it was the only playthrough I made because uh, I really did cherish my time with the first one. Just because yeah. I took my time, I didn't cheat, I didn't buy DLC personas or anything, right? To to fucking cheese the game. Since some of them are so high level, it's like, why did they let me pull this out now? Why can't they just give it like a steep price tag or something that I have to like grind for if I want to earn my cheese? Right? It's it's sitting right there and it's so hard. It's so uh, hard to say no. It stares you in the face. It's like this one's level eighty, and then later you're gonna uh, get a mechanic that lets you sacrifice, right? So yeah. if there's a persona you have in your compendium, of course, that you can resummon that you don't want, you can say, kill him, power up that one. And, I mean, if you do that to your level 80 that you're not using, you can juice up the one you are using by quite a bit. And you can do that every day. And it's like, oh, God. <laughs> Why did they let me have this? <laughs> it's like... This power. Yeah. So I took full advantage of that stuff in my Royal playthrough because I didn't want to waste time on the content that didn't change. Like, there was... Several scenes that were not voiced are now voiced. There are many new group scenes. Pretty much any scene uh, where the the group texts, there's like a picture. We're like, hey, I took yeah. this picture at our little thing. Like um, A lot of those events did happen, but many of them are new. So whenever you see those, um, you, you can probably just assume that it's a, that's a new royal thing. Oh, okay. Like, there's lots of, like, the, the next scene, like, uh, if I recall correctly, you're the last time you stopped playing. Uh, you've finished the second palace, but you're still in the countdown, and you're about to do the trash cleanup thing. Yeah, it's like eight days left. Yeah, so that trash cleanup event was not in the original game at all, and it's oh. and it's a cool group scene. There's more scenes with the whole team, or multiple NPCs, multiple. So it's party kind of members. the same thing they did with Golden. Then. Yes, just like Golden, because there's a lot of scenes Man, that weren't I in Golden. I don't think I could have played the original Persona Four without Golden. Holy shit! There's so much the amount added. of scenes yeah. and cool depth uh, you get between the characters. Like, man, it's like how do you? By the, I uh, hated by the end of it that I was accidentally uh, uh, referencing the main character as me mm-hmm. when referencing like, oh yeah, I'm dating Chie, and I'm like, no, I'm not. The main character. Is the main character stopping. who this is a minor. I cannot go down. Uh-huh. That character is a minor, and I set him up with a nice girl. <laughs> yeah, it's not the that's, same yep, thing. That's, that's what's happened. God, having that conversation on stream about the because I, I, I had a little bit about five spoiled. I, I know that you can get with the teacher, you can get with the 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 doctor lady. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one. God, there's one other. That, there's one other adult. That you can bang as well. No, two. Two other adults that you can bang besides those Damn. two. Um, but they're not yeah. nearly as good. They're, they're way less interesting. <laughs> yeah, coming up with the, talking about that on stream was weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my uh, full disclosure, my first playthrough, I did ship the teacher. Uh, it was definitely the best romance arc. Uh, and then my second playthrough, because I went through New Game Plus on Persona 5 as well, uh, just because yeah. I wanted to. Um, I, everyone? I shipped everyone. Because I had all the stats. I didn't have to grind, right? The social stats. So I did all of them just to see which arcs are cool. And, you know, there are some other characters that, you know, also had really endearing arcs that were really good. But most of them are characters you haven't met yet. So I'm not going to talk about it. In fact, all of them are characters you never met. Because I just don't like On. Like, her arc, you need to do it in order to see what happens to the the best friend, right? Oh, I'm definitely 100% doing it. So you have to do that to see her, right? Or she'll never be mentioned again. Um, she recovers at the pace that you do her arc. And then, uh, you know, all the other characters you meet after the point that you're at in the game are just way fucking more interesting to me uh, and cooler. So you'll see. I think you'll see. Yeah, it's 
Speaking of like almost 50 hours in <laughs> uh, and how much I ramble on stream, um, I got a weird ass recommendation on, on YouTube earlier. Oh, what happened? So uh, I linked the video in our in our little chat, but I'm gonna look for it. I got a I got a recommendation to watch an X Files video, a theory on the vaccine for the alien. I don't know if anyone's ever played or, or watched. Sorry, fuck X Files, but uh, mm -hmm. you know, aliens were uh, kind of hinted at the entire time until eventually they were real. I don't know anything about the X Files except it's in that one song about uh, you know, fucking. You know, the, what was that song called? The Bloodhound Gang was the band. Oh, um, I forget the name of that I song. Can't. I don't even know if I've ever known it. I know, the, I know of the song. I know like all the words in the song, but I forgot its fucking title. Or, I'm just spacing out because I'm on under pressure from but, being live. But so whatever. yeah, that, that's <laughs> fucking weird considering it's been like five plus years since I've even seen the the remake that they or the reboot or whatever the fuck it was that it came mm. on TV, and it's been even longer. Since any of that, the only time that I've ever fucking mentioned it recently is because they have the X Folders uh, joke uh, DVD you can buy in P5. And I told a story about how bullshit the old video game for the X-Files was. Oh, no. Because it was one of those games where you make one mistake at one point and they don't ever tell you it's a mistake until the end of the game. And by that point, you probably saved over your save file and you can't fix it. And so you're just forced to get the bad end. So, so I was like, that's fucking bullshit. So I'm thinking. So because I said that on stream, uh -huh. talked about it, Google's like, oh, you want to see some X Files videos, do you? It's like, no, well, not really, Google. It's a it's Fuck a multi step. You. It's a multi step, right? Twitch, uh, owned by Amazon, was like, oh, victim likes X Files, and then Google was like, I'll pay for that, and then they're like, oh, here you go, this guy likes X Files, and then Google's like, I know what to advertise to him now. <laughs> You're welcome, Amazon, because I don't give a fuck about the X. <laughs> you just made bank off nothing, dude. Yeah. Proud of you. I'm, I'm sure they're buying this data in bulk off their users. So they probably oh. said, oh, here's a couple thousand dollars for all of the small streamers. And it's like, okay, here's everything we know about the small streamers. We listen to their every word when they're live. And it's like, this guy, victim, likes sex files. Or he called it X folders once. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> so, you know. I hate when that shit happens, dude. Thank you. It's guess like, ooh, hold on. Guess number two. The Bad Touch was the name of that song by the Bloodhound Gang. Thank bad you. Touch. Okay, yeah. Mm. But yes, I, I have not watched X Files. It looks like a cool show. Also, I'm a big fan of like conspiracy bullshit. Like you know, not the crazy shit, but like I I I think it's really entertaining to 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 hear about conspiracy theories. Like I remember when I was young, like my mom and I, we would watch a lot of like that Jesse Ventura show right oh yes yeah. where he would just talk about conspiracy theories all day and it's like even the crazy ones and the plausible ones and i've always thought that the, the act of consuming media related to conspiracy theories was entertaining and it is entertaining and i don't think there's anything wrong with them either. right i think the the only real problem that comes in is when they consume you and you become one of those like oh one of those crazy, crazy people, people that oh, live in a fucking rv in yellowstone park <laughs> they, they answer their phone yeah, calls the reference to 2012 Every phone call they answer, they they type in like a code name just in case. Like, I <laughs> I've seen that. No, but um, uh, I bring it up because it sounds like the X Files would be a show that I would like, right? Just like how Fringe was, was a show that I liked. Good, yeah. It's old and probably really cheesy now, but I've been told that Fringe is like like the the late two thousands X Files, like the spiritual successor to X Files, and they're yeah. probably right. But I've seen Fringe. I've seen all of Fringe. I have not watched X Files. Couldn't really tell you. But that Fringe, Fringe was. 
I think had more action to it than the X Files was always kind of like more investigative. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there were, I think there was like a couple episodes here and there that like shit happened, but like aliens weren't really a big part of the X Files. It right. was more them investigating whether they existed. It wasn't until like way later that aliens even came into the fray. From my well, from my little kid brain remembering mm-hmm. at least. Right. So. So I wonder. Um, so we haven't said anything too disparaging about Twitch as a platform, but I wonder. If they found us on this self-hosted, you know, Twitch alternative, would they still ban you for disparaging their nah. name? <laughs> I don't think so. Because I know they've been known, you know, to, to ban people for, for stuff off platform. Um, I don't have any it's examples. It's usually, but it's usually extreme things stuff. that like I'm trying to think of like, the last time they did it. I think it's, it's usually things where like like public public. Uh, opinion like dies for that person mm-hmm. like they say something really fucking stupid or like go yeah. full-blown like racist or something like i don't i can't think of an example off the top of my head but you're right they have done it yeah youtube's worse at it too like youtube i have no idea if, if it. it's ever been justified if i can think of a specific example mm-hmm. we could like dig into it but yeah i don't have any examples ready either i just know youtube it does it a lot more than twitch but uh youtube just no secret patreon as well uh they've banned people for stuff they've done off-site um, which is I feel weird. like that's a bit different for Patreon because Patreon is literally a landing page for things off-site. Yeah. So, so, I mean, for them, it makes a bit more sense. For Twitch, it's like, just fucking let their audiences die. There's uh-huh. a, a streamer that I used to fucking love. Um, didn't realize he was dating an underage girl. Well, I say underage. Underage literally everywhere else in the country. Not underage uh-huh. where he lives. In his province in Canada. Um, so it was like weird. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But then you come to find out that he'd been like literally manipulating her for a long time. Not necessarily like pedophile grooming level stuff, but like dickhead idiot boyfriend level stuff. And then tried to ruin her name before she could ruin his. Uh, and you know that, that he didn't get banned off Twitch or anything like that. This all happened on Discord, from my understanding. Um, but his audience died. He can't make mm-hmm. a career out of it anymore. That's because his up. audience is like, no, fuck you. That like you can't is be what like that. <laughs> we should be relying on instead of just randomly like removing them because mm-hmm. they said said the bad word on the on the other platform. Mm-hmm. But so whatever. So I'm, guess, I'm not gonna uh, not gonna police Twitch. They can do whatever the hell they want. I guess. But. True. Speaking of doing whatever the hell they want, guest number two brings up another point that they banned the Orange Man. <laughs> I, oh shit! Yeah, I didn't yeah. even know he had a Twitch account. And yeah, I don't. I remember. Uh, either, I remember on our brand account on Twitter, I was joking about it because uh, somebody had posted about it. I think it was probably that slasher dude, and I quote tweeted him on the brand account, and I was like, "Is OnlyFans brave enough to do the same?" I don't know if he has an OnlyFans <laughs> account. Maybe he fucking does. Um, That'd be funny. I've seen what his wife looks like. You know, he's definitely into younger girls. <laughs> no, but um, I mean, yeah. So, how many people would pay for that? Ironically. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking gold mine that he could tap into. Mm -hmm. But much like most things that happen in the news, there's always some like big attention grabber that is kind of a lot of nothing. While meanwhile, there's some nefarious shit that goes on that nobody notices unless you're like really tapped into that. Right. So like, well, all that, like when when Trump got banned on all those platforms, like at at the end of his term, like suddenly all at once on the same day, uh, YouTube started like getting rid of everything related to cryptocurrency. Like, you can still find shit related to cryptocurrency, right? But like lots of cryptocurrency related content 
the trade of coins, like buying and selling, as well as blockchain-based software that is not financial-related at all, um, which by design are a direct threat to YouTube, by the way. All that stuff got like yeah. heavily moderated and taken down with accounts straight up deleted. Like It was like a huge exodus of everything crypto-related on YouTube. Again, you can, weird. you can still find it. So fucking hard on this shit. Right. Like, I think it's because it's not going to go away because uh-huh. YouTube told people it doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> it's a consolidation of power. Like uh, I was explaining it to, to Colonel Rick uh, the other day. He he stopped by my house to drop off some uh, rabbit shit for my compost bin. It's a long story. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we were talking about how um, it's fine. I'm not going to ask. It's, it's compostable. Uh, whatever so um one thing about reddit right so reddit is like the you shit got the shit, yeah, man, I got the, shit. <laughs> I got the shit the rabbit shit he has two cute little bunnies and they poop a lot and rather than throw it away he gives it to me which i keep turning into mulch for my garden well destiny does i don't touch the garden fuck gardening <laughs> i don't like getting my hands dirty no but um but as well as official thinner yeah, right. They they. I can I can see that people. being a yeah. thing. Honestly, that guy's a bit weird. So let me get to my point though. So yeah, yeah. Um, what's it called? So while that was happening, all this crypto takedown shit was happening, and the reason why that's significant, I was explaining to to our friend Colonel Rick the other day. Um, that's his username. It's not his real name. Um, he's been on the show before too. So, and the analogy was with Reddit. Reddit is like I think in at least the United States, I think the fifth most trafficked website. It's also one of the biggest porn sites in the world. Um, you know, um, they are a shithole and it's devout users are awful and never sign up there. Uh, but people get locked into Reddit because there's a lot of communities. Like for example, planet side Two, dear to my heart. Uh, you know, that's, I, I'm going to get the two raft coffee mug, by the way, that's what I'm going to get. Oh shit. They have a merch, okay. they have a merch store now. Like Colonel Rick, he, he visited me. He had like the two raft freaking hoodie on. And and the, okay. the two raft face mask. I'm like, that's so fucking cool. <laughs> I wish I could oh. still make that game for like we play it for like a couple months and then like and we stop. There's a reason, you know. It's it's difficult to to it's it's the wife, not the mistress. Is the analogy I keep making. You know, we always yeah. come back to planets. It's the one game we always come back to that's always been there for us, and it's still fun. Like we me, me and Rick were talking about, you know, all the crazy shit he was doing just the other day. Um, you know, it's the same fun we had back then. We just stopped playing for other shit. We always go back. Excuse me. So, uh, the example was Reddit and you may, do you remember, uh, back when Reddit fired that, that one really popular staffer lady that they had, I think her name was Victoria or something. And then when that happened, like, uh, Reddit was still completely open source. Like what happened with Reddit being open source was at, at some point in the timeline of Reddit's history, they stopped being open source and they said, Oh, you can fork that. But from here on, we're not sharing, right? And they kept developing in closed quarters, right? So the current version of Reddit is not something you can fork. It's this many years old version of Reddit that is old and busted that you can fork, right? So it's not free software anymore. At that but, point, why the fuck would you? Right. So, but back before that shift, right? Uh, people were mad at the the president lady of Reddit uh, because of this firing, because all fun on Reddit died that day because nothing good ever came after that right it's all let's be fair <laughs> was there ever it, fun on Reddit? it wasn't fun to begin uh, with don't I'm, get me I'm wrong i'm joking i'm joking i know but... well, it wasn't fun to begin with but uh it definitely uh changed the attitude of the site forever because that lady that victoria lady was essential in in making Fuck, at the... least they didn't get tumblr hey, at least they didn't get tumblr that would kill the Could site so fast if they ban porn on reddit that website will go out of business so fast 
Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Because most people that are I mean, still nobody, there, nobody are uses Tumblr anymore. anymore. Like very few people do. Only people that used it prior still use it. Right. It's my understanding. But if you're on Tumblr for porn, you all move to Reddit. That's just the way it is. Like uh, so. And Newgrounds. Newgrounds like became like a fucking nesting place for them. Mm-hmm. Like a second it's renaissance. It's fucking crawling uh, with artists. Uh, it's hilarious. Amazing. No, uh, let me get to the end of my story. So back then, uh, there was a website called Vote, V-O-A-T. I think it was .net. Don't remember. Right? It was um, yeah, the prettiest and most viable Reddit alternative, and there was nothing inherently wrong with it. Right? And there were people, like I remember CGP Grey was one of the people, he was one of the inspirations of making this fucking podcast to begin with. R- whatever you think of him, he just makes educational videos. Uh, whatever. Right? But this dude... Right, even he was like, "Oh, votes not so bad. Maybe alternatives are a good thing. Competition is good, guys. If you don't like what Reddit just did here, because nobody fucking does, maybe we should all consider alternatives." And everyone was on board. And now, Reddit's audience, right, is like trained like a dog to think that alternatives to Reddit that work like Reddit only exist for the people that Reddit bans, right? And the people that Reddit bans, like the first things that come to mind are like, you know. People that, that that post really cringy shit, uh, people that actually want to hurt people, and you know people that are committing crimes, <laughs> right? Yeah, they, they basically like see it as like some mm-hmm. like like a fucking like a yeah cesspit or I don't know right. So I could think of yeah. Is vote a cesspit today? Maybe right. I haven't looked at it. I mean, last time I looked at it, it was pretty bad because. <laughs> I mean, it's it's part of the issue is that these sites take so long to catch on that that's literally all their fucking base is. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's not like it it shouldn't be that way, and it's not like they intended it to be that way. It just right. ends up being and, that way. And vote's not the only one. There's also like there's set it uh, with an S. I mean, to be fair, any fucking forum website out there is basically Reddit, just not with the same layout. <laughs> right, like all those forums so. and and BB forums softwares out there. But yeah, mm. like, uh, so my point is, is that, you know, back then, Reddit alternatives were welcome and permissible. And now the culture has changed and Reddit, the, the Reddit faithful are adamant that alternatives to Reddit only exist to give a voice to the people that they've already banned, which is That's ridiculous. Yeah. Horrible fucking thought process. It, it's a consolidation of power. And that that's the same reason why, you know, Twitter and YouTube that they crack down on these crypto communities because they don't want blockchain-based alternatives to their services because Web 3.0 is decentralized, right? So you you may have heard of the concept of Web, Web 2.0, right? So Web 1.0 is like the first version of the internet. Um, It's it's not literal version like software. It's like design, right? Um, So take Web 2.0. So like RuneScape. Yeah, so like Web 2.0, you have your Yahoo homepage, and there's the weather on the side that comes from a different website, but it's embedded on this one, right? That's a Web 2.0 idea. The idea that you don't get the weather from weather.com, you, you can get it from a website that's calling web, weather.com, right? Like, yeah, the, like I- AccuWeather. The idea of websites fetching other websites to deliver you content in a dynamic way is Web 2.0, right? Guest number two is pointing out that this Atco guy that ran Vote was a pretty cool dude. Oh, shit. I was going to show you AccuWeather as, like, an example, but it, it literally doxes me. I can't. Fuck. <laughs> shit. Shit. No, it's okay, dude. Like, I get it. Like, the, the point is, Rat you know. Poop. you uh, uh, Bunnies are rodents. I get it. Like, the, the point is, is, you know, um, they're rabbits, okay? 
<laughs> no. Uh, it's funny that that is what I meant. I know. To say. I said rat, didn't I? You Fuck. did. You did say rat, and you made me lose my whole fucking train of thought. No. Uh, yes. The point is, is that alternatives are a good thing, and they're cracking down on crypto because crypto-based alternatives are kind of forever. Like I've mentioned Odyssey several times before. I we post our videos there. That's where these vods go, right? Unless you want to go to spacecowboy.cc and actually go to the vods page, where you'll see the unedited show. The only edits I make is I I cut off the beginning where we do the intro, in case I like you know do like a, a coughing maneuver or you know straighten my chair or whatever the fuck. If you want to see that, go get the actual vod, right? I also tack on an outro. You don't want to see the outro, get the VOD, I guess. I don't fucking care. Right. But, um, you know, where was I going with this? Uh, right. Odyssey.com. Right. That is on the library blockchain, which is basically like you, you have a token, the library coins, you pay a little bit, a minuscule amount, pennies on the dollar, right? To basically have a reference pointer to your video on the library blockchain and it's delivered in a peer to peer fashion. But the reason why it's not slow is because library, the people, the company that made the fucking technology, right? They have two websites, library.tv, odyssey.com, that serve as big peers, big peers of the content. So they intentionally grab up all the content they can out of the library blockchain and host it, right? That also means that, you know, if someone wants to go upload Marvel's Avengers and, you know, have, you know, Mickey Mouse come cut them in the night. Uh, with a DMCA takedown, stabby stab, right? Uh, Odyssey.com or library.tv, whoever receives the takedown notice is going to be like, oh, of course. No problem, Disney. That video's gone. But if you have the library blockchain app on your phone and you know the name of the dude uploading the, the Disney movies, right, you can still watch them. You just need to know their name. They're just not shared on an easy-to-use website. It's on the, the app, which is also very easy to use, right? But it's peer-to-peer. You'd be downloading it from that dude's computer rather than odyssey.com, library.tv. It's stricken from their website. They can follow the DMCA rules and live within the laws of the modern day and Web 2.0 while also being decentralized in a way that, like, you can't get rid of the videos. So they also have YouTube sharing options. So, like, a lot of Odyssey content creators are also YouTubers, like, and they will upload once, and it'll be in both places. And then if YouTube strikes down their video or makes them edit it or whatever, the unedited version or the unstricken, the undeleted version, it'll be on Odyssey, right? And it's not any more difficult to do both. And they get money from both. There's some content creators that are making more money on Odyssey than they are on YouTube because YouTube fucks them every year with all of the ridiculous fucking, um, what's it called? Um demonetization of, of videos right um and guess number two you bring up a good point i didn't see that video but i'm pretty sure um that's the kind of stuff that odyssey if reported would take down to be within the law and section 230 of united states law which specifically says that they're not responsible for the content that is uploaded that's why section 230 protections are really important oh like every- yeah okay I, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're thinking yes, hitbox. You're thinking hitbox, right? Hip, hitbox. Ah. Fucking, that was, that's what like scared me off of hitbox. Right. My uh, my stream on their like list uh, for the game I was playing was between a dude reposting be- uh, ISIS beheadings and another dude <laughs> with like dead cat videos and shit. It's like, man, come the fuck on. Right. So that stuff. Also, Odyssey. Another function of Odyssey is that you um. The, the videos are, it's not an algorithm per se, but it's like very loose algorithms on their homepage so you can find new things to watch, right? And you're not going to find beheadings in those categories, right? But if you know the, the account that's doing it, you can go to them on Odyssey before they get stricken, and you can share the Odyssey link so they don't have to install an app, 
right? As soon as it's stricken, you need to send the library blockchain address, which is just a URL with some like arguments in it that your app will understand to find it on the blockchain instead, right? So that beheading video will, it won't ever be removed, but it will probably be stricken from library TV and odyssey.com. That's the point. It's not the same thing as Hitbox. Don't you get have to go out of your way to find it, probably. Right. Right. The point is, is that so Section 230 is really fucking important uh, because everyone, everyone, um, there's a lot of right wingers and, and, and like Trump supporters and, and, and cultists, as in Q cultists, that think that they need to get rid of Section 230 because then we can, you know, make Twitter responsible for all this deplatforming that they are so guilty of. And uh, one, if they remove Section 230, uh, all social media, as you know, will become a lot shittier. And Twitter and Facebook be the only ones that survive because they can pay the lawyers to fight the frivolous lawsuits. Because without Section 230, uh, a bot or an FBI agent or whoever, someone who doesn't fucking like you can sign up for your instance. Maybe it's a Fediverse instance. Maybe it's an email server, right? And they can post child porn. And then they can, either a third party or themselves or another bot, can report it and you go to jail. <laughs> That's oh, man, why Section... That might finally make 4chan die. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know, and, and people, uh, you know... And I've God, specifically I, seen it amongst I, far I, leftists I, as well. Like there are people that intentionally post bad things and then report it. It's be like, see, this place is evil. That happens all the fucking time. And yeah. without Section 230, that the places where this shit happens uh, will actually face legal repercussions, which is real fucking bad, right? It's like when that one uh, you know game developer chick uh, posted a bad review on her own game and forgot to log out of her developer account and made a fool Ooh, of herself. I remember that. You remember that? You know, shit like mm. that. Imagine that, but instead of a bad review that you can then later say is harassment, imagine it was child porn. And then your whole service fucking dies because now you're dragged to court and you're about to go to jail. Like, Section 230 is real fucking important, guys. How <laughs> dare you let them post that on your server? It's like, uh, I removed it instantly. Is that not enough? No, because you published <laughs> it. You are a publisher of get, child porn, so therefore you're going you to You just got to start hosting your server in New York. Yeah. So go look up New York laws. You'll understand that, Jake. I don't get the joke. I'll look that up later. The point is, Section 2.3 is important. I've said it in the previous episode. I'm not going to go into any more detail. The point is, is that you know, YouTube and Google are threatened by blockchain because YouTube and Google are not you know, Web 3.0 compliant, right? Like, the future of web is decentralized. It's just, there's no other way about it, right? Like, Twitter is seeing it. Like, you know, all those far leftists, they were, they were cheering when Donald Trump got banned and all those right-wingers got banned, whether they deserved it or not. And now uh, all those far left, like Bernie supporters, like not Democrats, but further left, uh, American left, right? They're getting banned now too. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's still not funny. <laughs> I don't really like the idea of someone being like, literally they wake up and they're just gone. Mm-hmm. But I kind of understand the, the them ha- like having and exercising of the power when it comes to people that are literally just, I'm not, I'm not sure how to like phrase this. Basically, like people being radical and essentially getting away with it. Back when, like, basically they would like whoever would shout the loudest would be the right, you know, the person right. who's in the right. And it's just like, that's not cool. It's like, that's not what's happening. Like, and then that's how it's portrayed. We, I would right rather now. facts take, take hold rather than right. whoever can shout the loudest. And then, regardless of their political affiliation. And then who's allowed to shout the loudest is determined by who, who does and does not get banned after the fact. So. Um, yeah. it should be in everyone's best interest that all of these companies do not, all these centralized companies don't have the authority to decide what is true and what is not true. That's why alternatives are really important 
and you know they 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 came for their white wingers and the cultists fine and they're going for the leftists next and they don't i don't think they saw it coming so twitter it's one of those things that like mm -hmm. you start being blanket about it start being general about it literally everyone's gonna get banned right so that's why you know youtube is cracking down on this crypto shit because that is the salvation of these people that they're trying to silence right and twitter is not like they're not banning that content. Instead, they're embracing it. They're they're not coming up with their own blockchain, but Twitter has hired a bunch of people to make a decentralized social network, right? Very similar to Activity Pub Fediverse that I, my account on the freaking down there you can see, right, exists on today. It's not necessarily that decentralized network. It'll be a different protocol. But Twitter is working on a protocol for decentralized social networking that Twitter will become a client of. They are future-proofing their business, right? Because they know that Web 3.0 is the future. Fucking Jack from Twitter is a big Bitcoin fan, right? You know, he he understands the direction yeah. this is going, right? Even though his company is responsible for a lot of this deplatforming that's driving people to this future, right? To be fair, <laughs> I don't think it's him, like, you know, swinging the axe. He's a, got a big-ass company underneath him now. True. But, you know, I would expect... I mean, I'm not shit. defending the guy. I don't know, but... Yeah. I don't, knowing how these companies work nowadays... He probably doesn't understand like, the day-to-day -day operation of his company. Anyways, um, so Twitter will become a client of an open standard in time. Uh, it, unless they're just throwing money away and they're not going to do it, you know. Uh, but I think you, well, Twitter is trying to future-proof its service because... Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. Like, what is Facebook's recourse? Like, Facebook doesn't really have any recourse against a competing service. Like... For example, Minds.com is the first thing that comes to my mind when you come to a Facebook alternative, right? That is future-proof. I think it's back. Hey, man, MySpace is still around. MySpace is still around, but it's dumb. But Minds.com, <laughs> I've never used it, right? But it looks yeah. it looks professional, I guess, right? Um, and, like, Google, like, sent them a notice saying, hey, implement Twitter-like moderation guidelines or your app is gone. And so what they did was... They didn't change the moderation guidelines. They changed their app to be read-only. You cannot make posts with it. It's read-only. You can only use your computer or a web browser on your phone, which is dumb. Very dumb. It's so fucking weird. Guest number two wants to know why they would do it and relinquish control for no reason. The reason is because their company is not going to be profitable here soon. They just banned their biggest cash cow, Donald Trump, right? And Joe Biden, uh, as silly as he is, isn't exactly as interesting, right? Whereas people were glued to their Twitter feeds wondering, you know, when the next crazy Trump tweet would come and all the fallout from all the, you know, the, the snot-nosed commentators and all the bloggers of the world, right? It's actually funny. We were talking about this the other night. They're like, who the fuck is the media going to go hate on now? They're going to keep dragging Trump and his supporters and this QAnon oh, probably through the mud probably it, for the next it, that, four years. The, like, I, I'm sure, like, there's going to be some new, like... New or some new guy eventually. Mm. Fuck, I can't speak the name. I have no idea. Like either but, they're yeah. gonna have to fake some stuff to, to to comment on it, or they're gonna have to wait for something interesting to happen. But I think it's gonna fizzle out, and they're not gonna have a whole lot to talk about. And all this out. Man, I sure hope so. All, all this all, fucking yeah. heavy political shit for the past four years has been so annoying. Their clickbait is fueled by outrage. Half of it's like overblown. <laughs> half of it's just like misconstrued, mm -hmm. and it's all mixed in with like the real shit. But nobody gave a shit about the real shit. Right. <laughs> that isn't where the fun was. Right. There, it's all about outrage clickbaiting. And yeah. you know, now that their dude's in, uh, assuming he doesn't do anything outrageous, which he probably won't, um, 
they have nothing yeah, to really talk stay about. The course. Yeah. Can you imagine if they rock the boat like so hard that like uh, Biden becomes Trump number two? I don't know. That might be. That your, would be. That's your inner fuck. Canadian talking. Your country would literally just burn <laughs> at that point. I don't even know what the fuck would. <laughs> I mean, well, first you have to imply that he's better in the first place. Really, there's no oh. difference. There are two senile old dudes that really have no business. Whether or not they see him that way, though, is what I mean. Maybe. I really think. Because right now everyone's like, "Oh, Biden, great. Biden, good. Biden hasn't done a damn thing bad in his whole fucking life. He should be in a nursing <laughs> home. I think that would be better." Because uh, politicians are too old, they, sh- they should be an age limit because they're fucking senile. Oh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, enough about that. I wanted to go on to the rest of this agenda. We've been going for about an hour, and we did not make through our agenda at all. <laughs> Oops. Oopsie doodle. So, before we move on, guest number two makes another really good point that Reddit's not turned a profit in 13 years. I don't know if that's true or not, but um, I mean, neither is it, YouTube. Probably true, and. It continues to exist because they take both venture capitalist funding as well as special interest funding from, like, you know, like big Wall Street companies. Like, I think. When we think about it this way Mm -hmm. if Reddit, YouTube, fuck, there's another one that uh, I had on my mind too that does the exact same thing. Don't worry, guest number zero. Guest number zero. It's okay. We're about to move on to video games. Don't worry. Just give it a second. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But the. If these companies were to just straight up like die and they stop existing, mm-hmm. no one would ever get the chance to centralize th- those audiences ever again. Right. There's so many alternatives that those alternatives would just start to like explode. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Some like, we're talking like full that, blown um... die. Like you can't even like you, you type in YouTube.com and it comes up 404. I'm pretty sure some of these companies like that don't turn a profit that are really important about like uh, for example. Um, like YouTube, Reddit, whatever. I'm pretty sure the people like that are paying Reddit's bills, they probably have some say in what kind of stuff is allowed and not allowed on the website. Also true. I think that's what they're really paying yep. for. And I think that while it's not turning a profit in like the advertisement revenue, I'm sure the executives at the top of the chain are very well paid and they're probably not going to run out of money. Uh, oh, no, yeah. They, they've got so many, so much back money and it, that back money continues to, to flow. So that, get, they'll be fine. So guest number zero wants to talk about Genshin Impact. What a fantastic segue. So... Actually, I didn't have anything really prepared for, for Genshin Impact. Uh, but, Victim, you, you played the new part. Yes. <laughs> so I, um, I I decided to spend money. I, I said in the last episode that I wasn't going to. I was just going to hold because I got everything I wanted from upcoming banners, upcoming leaked characters. But I decided I really wanted that fucking goat. I don't remember. I'm tempted to get her too. Honestly, but she's so broken. I think I might get. I might. I might actually just bite the bullet and get Zhao because we might actually be a lot further out from mm-hmm. Ayaka than I thought. Yeah. Now she's not broken. Like I mean, she is broken, but she's like another Diluc, right? Like Diluc is like one of the best carries in the game, right? She is an ice-based, really good DPS carry like Diluc. Apparently, if you have a full-ass built official, she's still like matches in dps so yeah, it's like, like it's not that crazy it's just that the, there's yeah. power creep there but it's not so abysmal that like mm-hmm. it's gonna make you want to like quit the game because you didn't get the new character i mean there's people that are gonna do that anyways but mm-hmm. that's just gotcha mechanics in general like you need to learn to live without like uh and some people can't handle that because gotcha preys on your Man, inner FOMO gambler is their entire fucking business model <laughs> that's just gotcha for you like, until we have a banner repeat and a commitment from Mahoyo that there will be a cycle of repeats, 
Uh, I think FOMO I can't will remember if it was a rumor or if they said they were going to, but there was something said about Venti being re-released. And about them wanting to re-release uh, Zhongli at some point, too. So we m- might actually see re- like rotating banners. My thought process is we'll probably have three banners guess, at some point. Guest number zero will be for... wants to know, how do we get one of us with purple hair? With, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Oh, what? I don't understand that question. How do we get one of you guys that have purple hair? Uh... <laughs> So my hair will never change. I mean, I might lighten it with like some different fucking shampoo because it doesn't look as blonde as it should be. <laughs> I'm willing to do a lot of things with my hair, but uh, well, you have you have so much of it. I mean, so uh, I did convince victim because I'm a really bad influence. I did convince him to uh, buy a venti wig to wear on stream for 1.3. Yeah, uh, it'll show up in like give or take 20 to 30 days. AliExpress, it's gonna be fucking great. Yep. I actually don't have anything be... else to say about Genshin Impact other than I'm fucking addicted. It's great. Like, actually, it's funny. Uh, so apparently, I didn't know this. When you uh, order wigs off anywhere, apparently they don't come like fully done up, which I guess makes sense for like more intricate wigs. That makes a lot of sense. Apparently, you gotta like style it. Apparently, some people like will bath it in like conditioner and water before doing shit with it and other all this other shit. And I'm like. Fuck, I don't know anything about wigs. I just bought this as a fucking joke. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. But my sister's like, no, nah, no, nah, I got you. I know how to do that. I'm like, oh, fuck, thank you. <laughs> That's amazing. I would have bought, bought the costume too, but it's like $100 American. Anywhere. And all the sizes are fucking, not, not just female sizes. You know, female sizes, I'm sure I could find like a big enough one that I can at least fit into it. It'll look like shit, but it'll be good meme, right? Uh-huh. No, no, no. These are Asian female sizes. <laughs> There's no way I fit into any of those. Yeah. Not happening. It's pretty funny, though. So, so I'd have to make it myself, which is a possibility. But um, I don't know if I look like a seamstress to you guys, but uh, not not quite my uh, repertoire of skills. Uh-huh. That's pretty funny, though. Uh, so... There's some other things that we put on this damn agenda, not Genshin Impact related. I really don't have anything else to say about Genshin Impact other than I play it all the time because it works on my phone. I have a controller. Don't tell Actually, anyone. Actually, <laughs> there is one thing oh. that I almost forgot. Oh, yeah. Um, they released the trailer for all the glitters, which is 1.3. And uh... it looks... It Not only did it get me really fucking hyped, I wasn't going to roll for Xiao. But now I'm going to. Um, not only did it get me hyped for that, but now it, it, it made me cry. God for fucking bid. God damn, I hate when that happens. The ending of the trailer is literally about how you're not going to get to spend uh, this like fantastic festival with your sister. That's oh, so fucking hit me right in the tear ducts, dude. Be- and then Zhao's Zhao's theme is so badass, dude. Uh-huh. It's so it's like so it's got like sinister vibes to it and shit. Basically, they got me hyped up for an uh, uh, an. Ex- or an update, I guess, mm. that isn't even going to have a main fucking content drop. It's just going to be a bunch of events. I know. But I'm so fucking hyped. Gonna... They, they, they've, done, they've done well in that, at least. I know. Oh, it, Genshin Impact has such a way better story than it has any right to have as a gotcha game. But like, It, it's, it sucks to me, because mm-hmm. there's people out there, and like these are people I usually look up to in their, their opinions on things, mm-hmm. that literally play the game, enjoy the living shit out of it, but they skip all the dialogue. They skip all the story. You know what? That's fine. If you fucking like the game and you don't want to fucking deal with the story, I'm not going to shit on you. 
But then they literally turn around and like, yeah, I only skip it because it's a garbage story. It's like, man, you fucking skipped it. How do you know if it's garbage or not? What do you mean? Uh-huh. I hate that so much, dude. That actually pisses me off. It's like you literally click the skip button as fucking quick as you can. You've optimized clicking skip in these cutscenes. How do you know it's a bad story? I know. It's- I think it's really, really, it's honestly, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. calling it good or bad. That's the wrong way to look at it. It's a fun story. When it takes itself seriously, it doesn't do anything horrible. It doesn't do anything wrong. And when it doesn't want to take itself seriously, it is endearing. Uh-huh. I think that that's, that's really all you can ask for. Hopefully, when the story actually ramps up, mm-hmm. which I guess it kind of has ramped up like a few times now. Uh, but like in the future, when it ramps up, hopefully they continue to hit like good notes. Did I you, just hope um... that sound designer is done better in the future because I think it's like the one area they're kind of lacking in, like music's great. Sound design itself, though, it's kind of mid. Uh-huh. Did you do uh, Ganyu's Quest? Yes, it was really good. It. A lot of people said it was like shit, and they didn't like it. But then I'm like, people were like talking about how much they Albedos, and the the event for Albedo, even though it was good, it started out really strong, and then the last like three quests in it were like two fucking seconds of him talking, and it was over. It's like. How the, like it's it, don't get me wrong it's good it's interesting it makes me want to know more uh-huh. he albedo i don't know if you knew this he's like the pinnacle of the genshin impact story he is the descendant essentially of what happened 500 years ago which is what is uh, fuck, i'm gonna get into this aren't i oh my god where the if you've seen the wait the, the, guess the number trailer, is, guess number zero disconnected <laughs> we're on this tangent you know, for if, nothing <laughs> if, if you look at the um the trailer that they released for like ads for Genshin um, and the means like running through a temple that's falling down and she sees the world asunder. Pretty certain that's the event that Albedo's mentors other apprentice. I actually don't remember what he was. His name is gold. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, he's the one who created Durin, the dragon in dragon spine. So it's like, it's, it all wraps and ties together. It's so, uh-huh. I get chills thinking about it. Like I, I read through the wiki one night, just like sat there and fucking read the whole fucking wiki. Uh-huh. I, I've done so the same cool thing. Yeah. I need to read the manga. I, I need to just sit down and fucking read it. I know. I have like the the webtoon favorited on on the app. I just mm. I have not started it yet. I, I I should. I just I haven't. I I, I need to find time. All the free time I have, I, I'm playing the fucking game, right? Yeah, that that's pretty much where I'm at too. It's like. It just—it's the perfect um, amount of stuff to do in a day that I'm struggling to get through the dailies and all my resin. Uh, and then it's like, oh, it's bedtime because you know I—I I, I typically play after the kids go to bed. Uh, I, I mean, on my days off, I'll try to find some time in the middle, right? Because it's on my phone. I have the controller with the flip-up clip, even though that's not supported. Like I'm, I'm using a third-party app to to make it happen, but it yeah. seems okay, right? Um, and then obviously there's like a one or two days a week I get to be on my computer and, and play, which is uh, awesome. I that's what I did last night. I got so much done that I normally can't really do on my phone. I did, I mostly farmed for items because I had the dynamic map yeah. on this screen up here, and I had the game up down here, and I just I got I'm a bunch of uh, I got a bunch of items for like Deluc and and uh, Jinyan and uh, Ganyu. So I'm trying to level those two characters. Because I'm trying and I'm failing, but I'm trying to bench Kaching 
so I can have the the Zhongli double pyro double geo party with Zinyan and Bennett, and then I want to you know make a Ganyu party that is not garbage. <laughs> Did you hear? Hear what? All of the four stars for um in leeway they're giving it a free character of their choice. I, I did and i'm not sure which one to pick like do i want man i don't know either <laughs> do i want a ninglong uh freaking constellation for c4 or do i want Bido c0 i don't have her yet i don't know i don't know what i want to do i don't really have the the resources to invest in a new character but i, I have like a lot of those other characters yeah i might go with sing chu just because i have him i think i have him at c1 uh, in, I don't. I don't have him. Really? So I'm kind of tempted, but apparently he's like the new Bennett man. Like he's a really good four star that everyone likes to use. Yeah, that's true. He's like the new Bennett. So I would recommend Sing Chu, uh, Zinyan. If you are like one away from C four, do her because her C four is really. I don't good. even have her yet. Mm. I didn't roll in that banner. You know I did. So <laughs> yeah, for the big Dong Zhong. <laughs> Yeah, I rolled for Diona, and, and she, she's not even that good. I hope she gets buffed. Her shield doesn't last long enough. She's really—I only ever bring her when I need cryo. She's recommended. Like, specifically um, needed. She's recommended in a lot of parties with Ganyu. I, I noticed. Um, I think. So there's the Amber Ganyu comp, and then there's the D- Diona, uh, Ganyu, but I think basically all it is is that. Because you're doubling up, you, you're getting a crit bonus, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of like what else would be on the table there. Because her AoE healing field is cool. It's awesome. But honestly, based on the way Ganyu's shit works, you're zoning so hard, you don't even really need it. I wish I could like, find... So I, think, um... I, don't think, I don't think that's really the... I, I feel really bad that I can't find a good team with what I have for Chongyun. Because I have him at C6, and I feel guilty benching him. So it's like, oh my god, he's C fucking six. Even worse, Razor. Also C six, level one. Haven't used him. It makes me feel dirty because I know at C six he's broken. Right? I mean, he's just broken in general. He's so good. He's so good, I don't use him. And I can't stand his English voice actor. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Haberkorn. Fucking hate that guy. Poor Todd. I know. Poor Todd. I don't like his voice. I... He's so weird, but <sighs> He he can pull off some some voices, mm-hmm. but he the when I guess one of his issues with voice acting is he doesn't really do different voices. Mm-hmm. He's usually just Todd Habercorn, the voice. But it's just I can't unhear it. You know, it's like oh, it's Todd Habercorn. You know, acting like a dummy. Um, you know, making wolf puns and and talking slow like he's a dummy. And then his ja- yep. the Japanese voice is like way different. It's like oh my god. But I'm not switching to Japanese voice because everything else is so good in English. Yeah, Gone Yu's Japanese voice is like really bad too. Mm-hmm. They they actually dropped. I, I'm surprised so hard they dropped the ball with that one. Yeah, her English voice is great. It's like she's yeah. it's like mature. And then you know Zhang Li's English voice is perfect. One of my favorite voice actors. That, oh, that you can't walks beat the earth. Keith Silverstein. Yeah, he's one of my favorite voice actors that even fucking exists. And you know that was part of the decision to even main Zhang Li in the first place. Right. Yep. Which I'm so I'm ready. At least have them. I'm so ready. But if for I were to get three. every six, every six that existed, dude, I wouldn't have money in my wallet. Anymore. I know. It's you just got to learn to wait without. Um, Fucking Arknights, dude. I, I had almost every six star for the longest time, and uh-huh. it wasn't even hitting my wallet. But that game, you only roll for characters. There's no no gear for them or anything. None of this weapon nonsense. Yeah. Hence the six stars, not five and Which, four. 
Right. I don't know if I mentioned this on on podcast, but like I, I think that that's the only real reason why I'm not really bothered by Genshin Impact's gotcha, because characters themselves are so few, mm-hmm. and having them alone is enough to make them powerful most times. Very few times is it that you need multiples of them to really make them viable. Mm. That was so. the main argument for Zhang Li being underpowered was that his C zero seemed a little underwhelming. And I think I could understand why, because I haven't C1, and that extra pillar is everything. <laughs> a lot of people also think that like the idea of having a tank in a game like this is fucking useless. Uh-huh. But I don't think so. There's so many times when you're going to run out of stamina, or you're going to get hit. Like, not everyone's fucking perfect at the game. Uh-huh. I know. It's like, oh, you know, it's like, if you are perfect at the game, just don't fucking use Jean Lee. Like, I hate, to, I hate to break it to you, dude. Uh-huh. And it's not like you couldn't play him DPS. I, I just know. thought it wasn't ideal. I got the Jade Spear, uh, Zhao Spear, right? Yeah. Uh, I got it to level uh, 80 yesterday. Feels good. <laughs> that thing hits I'm so hard. I'm tempted to do it. It might be. I, I see. I'm a little worried because Crescent Pike is just better. And I can uh-huh. get a C5 uh, Crescent Pike. I know. It's like I feel almost bad for having invested so highly in the Jade Spear, right? Um, I mean, if you can't get a C5 Pike, do it. It uh-huh. is so much better. But. I think C5 Pike just beats it. Does it? I don't know. Uh, I, I've looked at some math, right? And there's uh, the, the fact that it's a five star, the base attack is so much higher. That um, I suppose that's also true, too. There's it's some, like, it, mm-hmm. I think it's like like 30 or 40 higher, like innately. So. Right. So there's. And that's base attack, so that your percentage goes into that, too, mm-hmm. right? So. Yeah, so there, there's some math that suggests that the Crescent Pike doesn't like, like outshine it so greatly. Why would you ever use anything else? Uh, unless you're playing mm-hmm. Zhongling. Ling. <laughs> Who attacks so rapidly that it's crazy? I mean, Zhang Li does that little kick thing where he attacks a little rapidly, right? But like his attacks are not that rapid, right? I suppose, yeah. At the end of the day, it really is going to be more up to. Hmm. He swings that oh, spear fuck. like a claymore, and so the big numbers are good. I suppose that means I'm going to have to fire him out fucking Onimo, uh dungeon, aren't I? Fuck me, dude. Yeah, you have... I've been trying to get child uh, water set, but it has been not going so hot. Yeah, I, I don't even know how to artifact farm, to be honest. Like, I'm AR 42, 43. Like, once I hit 45, I know that the 45 artifact domains guarantee drop. But, like, I'm already struggling on the 40 domains. I'm not strong enough to get through them. I just, I, what I do is I grab the character that I am the greatest at. Um, or that will work in that dungeon. Because sometimes it's just, you get yeah. fucked, you get to pick whatever. Like, if it's a fire then, one, you can get away with, like, kitching, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I go into it, and I click co-op. I'm going to have to start doing that. I make sure to click it again if it doesn't immediately go in, uh-huh. because I ain't hosting. Fuck that shit. <laughs> you just keep clicking it until it eventually makes the pop-up come up and just go in and just let somebody carry me. I mean, half the time I'm carrying now because I, I'm pretty decked out in every character that I uh-huh. use. So Yeah, I need to start doing yeah. that because I'm struggling in these domains. Like I've been doing everything solo. The first time I ever used co-op, was in the uh, the cryo regis fine event that with actually that's something I should mention too. Mm. A lot of people like um, I think Tectone did a video on this earlier, a couple couple days ago about how like him being a whale and there's still things in the game that like tend to like put up a challenge for him and all this other shit and it's just like I'm sitting there like thinking to myself I'm like I'm a budget player I've only put like 160 American in. So about uh-huh. 200 Canadian. Uh-huh. And there 
are things that I am like literally beating ass at, like just straight melting out of existence. Um, better than Technon, you know, dude who's like 40k deep in the game or something stupid. Um, which I guess kind of like what it, what I guess what it proves really is that it doesn't really fucking matter. Uh-huh. All that other shit is generally extra. Like, sure. Yeah, I would be happy. He shines, but I would be happy to just get through the high level domains without co op. Like, that's my bar of of success. And I don't yeah, mind I, doing co op. It's just I don't want to, but I can. I've proven I can to myself. I mean, I haven't streamed it yet, but like, so like I, I get you there. That is, that is definitely mm. like a, a goal. You want to be able to like, because yeah. I mean, like, what if like their servers go down some night or something, right? Also, like the noblesse of Legion domain with the three uh, mages, that is so difficult. Like, I've beaten it a couple times, and it's at the AR forty one where they're like, I think like level sixty nine or something, and it's not even a guaranteed drop of what I'm looking for, <laughs> right? Yeah, and the it, water and ice domains are the ones that get me the most. I, I haven't even tried. Them. Haven't even tried water. And one ice. of them, it's your stamina consumption. Mm-hmm. And the other ones, it's your skill skill cooldowns. I'm fortunate that I have prioritized fighting world bosses to raise my um all my my character because i i main zong lee so i have to fight the fucking geo cube like every fucking week like um multiple times to even compete with his gear gear crawl right so i had a competitive but not yet leveled wandering wanderer's troop set which is the meta pick for ganyu is wanderer's troop four piece I mean, oh, I, actually, yeah, you're right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are other, like, the ice set Fair is good shot. for a different, you know, build of hers, right? Like, I think... Um, I would say ice, ice is probably just as good mm-hmm. because 40% crit's fucking nothing to snuff at. Or snuff, that's a word. <laughs> fucking laugh at. I don't know where the hell that came from. Jesus. But it felt good to slap my, my unused Wanderer's troop set on Ganyu and just hit the lock button and be like, it's fucking hers. Leave her alone. And then the only one that's not Wanderer's troop, the cup. So I don't have oh, I don't have a good cup for her yet, but when I do, it's not gonna fuck but up. Now you can just fucking farm anything you want, and what if you get a good cup, you just slap it. On. Yeah, as soon as I get the cup I want for her, like it's probably cryo damage, of course. But you know, I don't fuck up the Wanderer's troop four piece. Fucking perfect. Like I'm super excited for how those artifacts played out for Ganyu that I want to use her ASAP, and I've already tried, like putting her in my main party, like replacing Kaching, and it kind of works, but. I have no elemental reactions. I got two Geo characters in my main tryhard party. You know, it's Zhongli and Albedo, and then um, it was Kaching and Bennett. Like, there's no no synergy with the elements because it's a Geo party, right? Like, Zhongli cranks out meteors left and right because Albedo is like a battery that charges his ult before it's off cooldown. Yep. <laughs> it's broken. It's great. Um, you will have your order. Mm-hmm. And it will be a, a number nine with no shades. But whatever, right? Uh, we just went on a tangent on Genshin. I think we blew through the rest of our agenda. Should we save it for another time? Fuck it. Might as well. I think we will. So, dear viewers, I'll have you know that on the agenda, I did want to cover the Microsoft temporary gold price hike that they reverted for their gold subscription. That, oh, yeah. That was fucked. I wanted to cover cloud gaming, but the, the, the big TLDR was I've been playing so much Genshin Impact, I haven't really touched my Kishi, the, the Razer controller. Uh, but I do still pay for xCloud, and I was about to do the free trial for Stadia. Um, and the big thing that I took away from Stadia's current form is that it's kind of like Steam. You don't own your game. You just you buy the ability to play it. But it's streaming instead of digital download, right? So same idea as Steam, but with cloud gaming and Google. Ugh, but I was going to try it anyway. 
And then, um, actually, no, I, I, we have time for one more thing. I wanted to bring up one more thing. So just to add insult to injury. So uh, a game that you, you and I both have history with, you know, uh, you know, born and raised, not born, but raised and culti- currently cultivated in the, the People's Republic of China by their parent company, Tencent, a game known as Warframe. Uh, they have had, <laughs> it hurts to say it that way because it used to not be true, <laughs> but it is a Tencent game now. And uh, they, they made a major update to uh, their ways. Uh, do you know what they did? Mm, no, I don't think so. They're going down to one dev stream a month. That's not good. I mean, but that it, makes it, sense to some extent because have you seen their recent dev streams? They Everyone have nothing like to they, show. They would rather be like jumping off of a bridge, swimming through the pits of fucking hell, and not in not in mood either. In yeah. fucking. Like in real hell, like the, the seven level. I don't know. Fuck, I'm going with this. They they look like they are defeated human <laughs> beings. Yes, and it's just sad. Like, so instead of having you know a dev stream every two weeks where they can tell you about how nothing's coming and everything that, <laughs> everything they can show you is so far away, why even show you? Um, instead, they'll be monthly, and the the hope is that the stuff that they show you might be ready soon. Right, because they've had a whole month to, to prepare for this dev stream, but it also means their dev streams are probably gonna be like more scripted, like a like a fucking Tenocon showcase rather than a like the live show. Because a lot of people really liked how error prone their streams were, because it made them look more human. Yeah, Fortran really liked that too. I know I've seen all those WebMs of freaking Reb Ford like bending over. Every every you can't go to Warframe General I and, know. and not, not see, see that, that nip slip. It's like we get it, guys. You saw it live. You know, it's not that special. Like, like, oh, God, women don't wear bras. Surprise. Whatever, dude. Like, who cares? But, like, less of that and more of, oh, here's what's about to come out, guys. Please keep playing our game. Like, I can't even, I don't even recognize Warframe anymore. I've gone for so long that I, I looked at the current thing and people are walking around in mech suits. I, I've piloted these mech suits. I played the first quest in the new thing, right? But now there's like game modes where people are taking these mechs onto the old tile sets, like the Grenier ship, the Galleon, right? Yeah. And they're shooting like these sentient growth things that are like taking over the ship. And they're in these big mech suits and they barely fit in the door. Like they have to bend down to get through the door and there's like sparks that fly. Like it looks super cool, right? Like I'll give them that. But like it's not the same fucking game. It's, it's not I right. I don't think it's enough either. It's like why do they – like – I think when you start having to change the fundamentals of your own game to add like new content, so like I, we should have seen this coming with Arkling, mm-hmm. um, especially when Arkling ended up being really bad when it was first initial, mm-hmm. uh, for, or, or initially released, right? We should have seen it coming that they were probably just running out of ideas. Yeah, like I like I still yeah. think that they should have re re kitted Stealth. Mm-hmm. Made it so that, you know, the parkour bit was more of a thing you did when you were really good at the game. Not just, oh my god, my gun fucking one-shots everything that comes into my way. Or my Warframe ability literally melts everything on the map when I fucking hit it. Um, And they, you know, tooled all that back without fixing literally anything moving forwards. Until eventually parkour 2.0 became a thing. It was all about that power creep. 
Like, but that was literally the only change they fucking made. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, Power Creep just took over and... It ruins games, it really does. literally never, like, addressed any of it. Mm-hmm. They've just added on top. And do you know what's really gross about those stupid mech suits and the reason why you have to use them in those missions? You can get out of the suits. Uh, the stats on their weapons are, like, at, like 10x your regular shit, right? And then the health pools Jesus. and the resistances on the enemies that you're expected to kill with these mech suits makes it unfeasible to use your Warframe powers to nuke them. Like, you have to do it in these stupid suits because they're just too strong, right? That's just, the, like, power creep in its most pure form. It's like, oh my god, I need this stupid mech suit and I need to level it on its own in order to be competitive in this game mode. Not to mention, fucking adding artificial grind to things, like, especially moving forwards, only makes it so that newer players have a harder time getting in. I know. They should have done away with the reputation systems or refined them greatly so that you don't get gated. And they should have linked it together with the Railjack because I thought, you know, allowing you to get in your Arcwing in the open world areas and getting in your Arcwing in space for the Railjack was a good idea. They were like, they were so close to having a good system that linked all these islands together, right? Like, why can't I, on the plains of Eidolon get in my arc wing, fly to my ship, give me a fucking loading screen, I'll take it. Like, get, Let me fly into space. Get on my railjack, fly to Jupiter, and fly to the surface, and go to Fortuna. Why can't I do that? Like, Even if there was loading screens between, like, what what would that yeah. hurt? Why can't they let me do that? I would have done that on purpose. Like, I, Even if fast travel was still a thing, I, it would be more fun to do that. Maybe, actually, I would prefer it if they took the fast travel away once they turned that shit on. Uh, fuck, even if they kept it, just put, like, resources that way so that you, you could argue that, like, traveling there nets you more. Mm-hmm. Or come up with some bullshit excuse why the Plains of Eidolon and the uh, Orvalis are only accessible from your Reljack in space because of, like, I don't know, like a dust and sandstorm, whatever the fuck, right? Make it so the fast travel doesn't work. I would buy it. I would believe it. Or... Maybe make it so I can only do mission star chart missions on a planet if my railjack is in the system. You know? And then maybe the, the fucking Grenier Galleon that I'm supposed to raid to do with a mission, maybe I have to like approach it with my railjack. Now imagine if Warframe was literally an MMO and you know, it's still like zoned kind of the way it is. But instead of being procedurally generated, you'd have to like travel to the zone and you just plop in to do a mission and there could be other Warframes running around doing other missions. That'd be cool as shit. We all, yeah, then they should fucking call it an MMO and it'd be not a lie. Yeah. <laughs> like, we all, you know, theorycrafted Warframe's future when we were younger. All those. Thoughts. They should have kept raids, too. Raids yeah. just made it so that the community came together for something. Yeah. Our Mumble server was packed. I remember we had, like, 60 people, like, on the regular. Just, yeah. It, 100 people active in our community uh, and, like, 60 people in a fucking chat sometimes. Yeah. We joined an alliance with our clan specifically geared to raiding. And there was, like, a raid schedule, and it was fucking awesome. Like, I remember just cranking those raids out. Like, we learned it really good, and it was awesome. Like, it was the best content we, they ever we made. We were literally one of the best, uh, like, teams at the, at the time, I mm-hmm. think. And that's why we even got into the alliance that we did. They wanted us because we knew what we were doing, and they wanted us to teach their guys how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... We had some fucking, you know, like fucking Harlem Gobtrotter players like you and Tret, V Dog, like Hydro, especially. And you guys like went really hard at this game. Harder than me. Like yeah. I didn't have time to keep up, but I still tried, right? 
And I was always in this awkward position of like, I always have more things to do because I never quite caught up. So whenever you guys would take breaks and I would keep going, I would get closer to catching up. I wouldn't run out of things to do, but I'd be upset that I have no one to play with. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then when I, I finally when I finally catch up, it's over. <laughs> it was unfortunate. I always hated the idea that like being goal goal centric for myself meant that mm-hmm. like if I get the meet meet this goal sooner, it just means less fucking time to play with people. Mm-hmm. Fucking Warframe, man. I think we should end it there. Uh, you know, all this other shit on the agenda, we'll uh We'll move that to, to next time. I We're not going to stream next week. We're going to keep the two-week schedule because it's working for me. I do want to see a future where the Melomancy podcast does this every week. But I must first get better at rendering the result video. Because I'm going to tack on you know, an outro. I'm going to cut from the beginning. And I'm going to render it anew. And um, the software I'm using. I, mean, I don't edit videos. I don't know how to fucking do this. Like I'm learning, right? Once I yeah. get really good at this and it's like a trivial thing and then it just renders and I walk away, like then we can talk about doing this every week for maybe less time, in fact, because if we're doing it every week, we don't have to talk for so long. Um, look forward to that as well. Well, we will run into topics if, we, <laughs> if that yeah. were the case, probably. That's another th- thing I was worried about. So I think the two-week cadence works for us. But um, I mean, no, these, these past like three weeks haven't had a whole lot to talk about, really. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of things that we kind of skipped over, but they would have been like little like mini yeah. talking points, anyways. And we easily filled so. the time, but like I was struggling to come up with the agenda. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm going to struggle next time to come up with the agenda as well. But I'm sure we'll have no shortage of things to talk about to fill the time. So maybe maybe we just need to stop writing agenda. Maybe we should just jump in and talk. I don't know. Uh, I think we should have more guests on. That's what I'd like to see. But man, uh, having guests during COVID is so hard. <laughs> oh man if only they i feel bad i feel bad for shows that only do in-person shit mm-hmm. god can you imagine how much joe rogan spends on those day one like same day tests like he, he... And, uh probably not enough that it hits him probably i mean spotify paid him so much money like yeah he made like a hundred million ish or more and as soon as they, as soon as they cut off YouTube, as soon as December or January, whenever it fucking was hit, and he was exclusive to Spotify, I, I checked out his show, and five ads played before it started, and I pay for Spotify. Like I was like, holy shit! Oh yeah, it's because podcasts wow. are like uh, a separate service now through Spotify. Yeah, it's a separate subscription that you can optionally go get. Yeah, our shows on Spotify as well, but not the video version. That if you're watching the vod, you're seeing our faces, and I'm making hand gestures, and I look like I'm really tired. <laughs> <laughs> I look probably dead. My eyes are probably shooting back and forth all constantly because I'm looking at different things on my monitor. That's another criticism. Uh, I mean, probably look no. fucking crazy. <laughs> That's another. It's not a criticism that someone's given me, but I given myself is that I think we don't make it obvious enough at the beginning that we're live with video. As I, there's a lot of people that still listen to the audio only version of the show, and I don't think that'll ever change. But I think that some of these people may enjoy the video. I mean, hell, when I watch podcasts that have both, I usually put up the video version and then fucking pass out. <laughs> right. Or, like, you so, have it up in YouTube or wherever the hell it is, and then you're not looking at it. Like, yeah, I do that with the Joe Rogan show. Like, I'll, I'll have the video playing, because Spotify will play a video for you. Like, it's still a video, right? But, like, it gets minimized so fast, and then I'm just listening and doing other shit and not really paying attention. It's just, it. I might as well listen to music, but I'm not. And... Sometimes something interesting will happen, and I'll rewind it a little bit. I don't know. That's just my style, right? Um, and I play games like Genshin, uh, and before it was Warframe, 
listening to this stuff because the game, I mean, Genshin's more interesting than Warframe, just by design. But, um, you know, when I'm, you know... More unique things to do. Gathering resources and spending my resin, I can listen to a podcast and do both, and it's, like, mind-numbing. It's fine. Like, it's actually great. But, like, with, like, a big story... Like, I can't play Cyberpunk and then put something in the background because Cyberpunk is really engaging. Um, you might hear a funny funny meme in the background, dude. Well, you never know. I, I mean, you can't, you can't miss that. The game is so immersive that I want like both ears on the headphones, and I want no system sounds. I just want the game, and it's like I don't want, I don't even want to look at my top monitor. Like I'll have like Ship Poster Club up there, and I'll I'll, wa- I'll watch my notifications scroll, but I won't actually like do anything. I, the immersion, it's like Deus Ex, right? Except with more bugs. <laughs> yeah i mean fuck i can't imagine playing day sex with music because that game is more stealth than it is anything yeah and also like people talking the music the ambience like there's a lot going for that game that you would miss if you were distracted by an outside force games with proper sound design kind of ruin the ability of uh listening to music how fucking dare they do mm-hmm. what if i want to put my own soundtrack to the game right that's what i did with guild wars guild wars had really bad sound design um, and uh I, I should uh, I should mention I'm smiling um, for any audio listeners. Uh huh. Like I'm I, uh, being sarcastic, as it were. I remember I had like a Groove Shark playlist for when we played Minecraft back in the day, and uh, I, there's a lot of songs that I associate with Minecraft still today, just because I, I I spammed them when I played uh, HeroCraft back with the boys back in the Can day. Can you imagine? M- imagine this, if you will. All those years I played Minecraft and the like 36 hour stint I just had, I didn't have a single thing running in the background. I think you're losing your mind. No music, no nothing. That's why you you passed out for two weeks. Like you uh, you went crazy. Yeah, probably. Like put on some blue Stolly or something. Like you know. I don't know how I like I, music distracts me so hard, and for good reason. Usually, mm. I love music, but music kind of outweighs the video game and i don't i think it like fucks with me mm-hmm. that's just wild <laughs> uh anyway i'm gonna end it here guys so if anyone's still watching live appreciate you for watching live you can get the complete unedited unscripted whatever vod from space cowboy cc where this was originally streamed uh i will probably cut off the intro and I, I may cut a reference or two in that, that nasty politics section we had just because that's uncomfy and I don't like it. Haven't decided. Yeah. Might leave it in. Might cut it, it out. I, mean, I don't know. With, with with the current you know world events, I think it was inevitable we would talk about it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but it's just not what our show's about. So No, I get it. If there's it, a jump if there's honestly, a jump yeah. if there's a jump cut in that section, it's because I decided it wasn't worth your time. But if you want to see it anyway, the VOD's available. Um I'm not going to do an outro this time. I'm just going to talk through it, okay? I'm really tired of appending that outro. And it will save me some time in the rendering. So listen to me very carefully. You can check out our show at melomancy.net. There is a bunch of links on that page. The one that shows you where the show is is melomancy.net slash listen. There's an about us section and a contact section with all our social media details. But I'll have you know that you can find me in only one place, technically. It's at Dylon. That's how it's pronounced. At shipposter.club. Everyone calls me Dylan what the fuck ever right you know my avatar is a spinning caco demon you can't miss it right uh i also manage the brand account at melomancy at twitter.com but don't try to message me there i probably won't respond i just look at some twitter stuff on there that interests me so i don't 
have too much FOMO, but like, I don't like Twitter. So it's really easy for me to not look at it. And then, you know, victim, uh, where do you want people to find you? I am a victim of gaming on Twitch. I also go by MM underscore victim on Twitter. As you can um, see with the, with the bar on the, on the stream. Yeah. I need to make that bigger. I didn't expect Jitsi to have such big gray bars above and below our fucking videos, or I would have made that banner a lot fucking bigger. I'm it's 1080p this time, guys. It's a little better than last time. Last time it was just my whole monitor, and that file was fucking huge. So yeah, we mentioned it earlier though. I'm um, playing through Persona Five Royal, first time. I've never touched at uh-huh. either of them. So uh-huh. if that's something that interests you, you can uh, check in. I wish I had a better schedule, but because I'm just just getting back into it, things are a bit sporadic. Uh-huh. I suppose just go follow me there. You, uh, yeah. You'll get a notification. That's how I know he goes live, and uh, I'm usually working when he starts, and if work's slow, I usually tune in uh, just because I really love to watch it. But then as soon as something happens, I have to tune away, and it's really difficult. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you might see me in the oh, chat. I'd stay up for a month, so yeah, you can always yeah. catch up if you guys want. <laughs> always Either always an option. So if you go to his stream when he's streaming Persona, you might see me in the chat. Um it's great. I don't stream. I do this. You know, I work sleep repeat and in my free time I've been playing Genshin because I and there's a there's a vod, uh, not a vod, a uh, highlight on our highlights channel that explains this about how Kojima was right. That's the title of that uh highlight by the way. Where transference? Yeah. Reference. Transference. The the fact that I can play Genshin on my phone and I can play Genshin on my computer and it's the same fucking account enables me like no other game has before because i just don't have time i can't do that on my ps5 dude i know like if you could it'd be amazing and it's fucking great so that's why i played so much that's why i keep talking about it because i don't have time to sit in front of my computer like i'm not very far in cyberpunk 2077 because i only have one day a week i can even play it and that day has come and gone for this week i played genshin instead you know i I I don't blame you i have two kids it's i i I can't do young people shit. I wish I could. Uh, and one day I will when my kids are a little bit more independent because they're a little bit more older and durable. One of them is one. The other one is three. Like, time, the time will come. I mean, the three-year-old's old enough <laughs> to watch the the one-year-old, right? <laughs> so my parents my parents thought that was a great idea, and I uh, hid my sister behind the door. It's, uh, it is, in fact, not a good idea. Uh, <laughs> she, was in her, she was in her little seat. She was fine. But... Yeah. I don't. I don't think that was the case. I think they just thought uh-huh. we were gonna like play. Yeah. She was like really young. Did not work out the way I think they thought it would. My kids are awesome, but uh, they are work, and I can't just. Like, no idea why I remember yeah. that either. By the way, I would have been like three or four. That's pretty funny. So, missed anything? It's all on melomancy.net. That's also where the show notes will be for this episode, episode number thirty-one of the Melomancy Podcast. Thanks everybody for tuning in. See you later. Later. Where's, where's the stop button?